Was there many there? No, it was me and there was a couple way down at the front where I was like, why are you all the way there just to see an elephant shit on someone? Spoiler. Spoiler. Anna. Anna. This is Spoilerama. Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I am Marina Gorski. And I'm Mick Jordan. And on this episode, we will be talking about Babylon. Why did you have to think about that? Because I was trying to remember the Babylon song. Th- that's something oh, I can't remember. The Rivers of Babylon. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just dub it over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we remember. Yeah, let's carry on. Yep. So we're going to talk about that long ass film. Um, oh, well, there's a verdict already. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you know what, let's get into it. What do you think? I love this. Okay, this let is me just summarise. <laughs> go on, go on. No, 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 fine. You obviously have a lot to vent. No, 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 we can just summarise it quickly um, before we get into it. For those who haven't watched it yet, don't listen to this episode. There's not going to be spoilers, but at the same time... There will be, by the sound no, of it. No, 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 it's just like, you know, when we talk about the film... Sometimes that can make someone's head up, mind up about seeing the film or not seeing the film. And this could easily do that, as apparently we have differing opinions. Okay. But, um, yeah, so just go watch it. But, if, but basically what it is, is the story of Margot Robbie's character and Diego Calva's character, Manuel, Manny. And so Nelly Leroy. Yeah. Nelly Leroy. And the two of them are aspiring actress slash filmmaker uh, respectively and it's how it's about the hollywood world basically back in the late 1920s early 30s and then throughout up until the 50s um well it just jumps to the 50s it's basically it's only it's really only about the 20s and early 30s transition from silent to sound and then there's a after word if you like like an epilogue in the 50s yes um, so that's basically what it is. So let's just get into it. You really liked it. I loved it. But I, I went into it expecting to like it and then loved it all the more as it went along. I wasn't enjoying it at the start I was because it was just this big orgy, effectively. And I said, I really hope the whole film's not going to be like this. I don't mind. Since it wasn't, I was happy with it then because I said, right, this is just setting the scene. This is just a mad party thing. And I liked it from the point of view of this is really what it was like in the 1920s. They were just total hedonists mm. out to have a good time all the time because it was prohibition, there was everything. And also, well, these were the first ever superstars. Yeah. They had no idea how to handle all this and had no idea that it was short term. Yeah. They all thought this is it forever. Mm. And it only lasted a few years and they were destroyed by it. And that's what I loved about it. I just well, loved about it. I mean, I found fascinating about it. And, but... Why didn't you like it? No, it's not that I didn't like it. I just felt that it was... I don't know. I just... I liked it. I did... Uh, look. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. I liked it at the same time. It's three hours long. It's a film about a film. I like how it ties in the end, how it comes like full circle in the end. It's nice. I like the singing in the rain reference. Um, I like some other references as well. I love the scenes where 
you know, uh, Brad Pitt is, and Margot Robbie are making the movies, are in the midst of making the movies, and then when they're trying to transition into the talkies, I think it's brilliant. There's some very, like, sad parts in it as well. Um, and then there's some mad parts, like even the fact that they went into a room and said, that's cocaine, that's heroin, that's opium, which one do you want, kind of thing. <laughs> and it's like, oh, wow, okay. Um, which I imagine it was like that. And the oh, mad, absolutely. The mad um, Hollywood parties and all. But I don't know. I just think Margot Robbie's character was a bit much for me. It was OTT, TTTTT. <laughs> okay. Um, I just found it a bit. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't really. Would you compare it to. Um, what is this? Oh, the Scorsese film. The Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of yeah. Wall Street. No, be only because your man is a real person. The guy that um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, right. But I mean, in, point of, in fact, that both of them are celebrating excess. And are they yeah, but encouraging you see, it? I know. Well, that's the thing. The, 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 this one is not really celebrating excess. It's more of like, a, this is kind of what happened. And this is how mental it was this mm-hmm. era and this way of living and how you know even i loved the bit where they they're fighting against time to to get a camera because the light has got one i love that bit because yeah. that's very well that's cinema that's from yeah. the cinema point of view the photographer's yeah. point of view but um, yeah which is which is funny and it's and then how perfectly it ties in at the end as well like how, how it ends up being but it's just i don't know i think she just went on this rampage of I don't know of self destruction of self yeah that was just to me it was just a bit much now I don't know if it was reference to Judy Garland or no no but I mean like other stars of that time of those times that would start off like amazing and beautiful and this and that and what uh, everyone wanting them and wanting them in the movies to then slowly being kind of discarded from... Well, it's exactly that, but it's not even slowly. It's instantly. Yeah. And that's what happened mm. because she's based on Clara Bow. Oh, and Clara, Clara And you see, that's, and every, and that's what I loved about it was mm. the fact that it's not a real person because I, ha- I would hate it if it was, that's Clara Bow, like she was called Clara yeah. Bow, and if the Brad Pitt character was called John Gilbert, who it clearly was based on as well mm. because... But there's blatant hints there. Yeah. Like Clara Bow arrived in Hollywood, became a massive star overnight, was and was that the quintessential jazz age girl, the flapper who was always partying. Even the bit where she has a whole football team in tow mm. happened. This sort of thing. And she was considered like a lot of the more posh people in Hollywood have nothing to do with her. Yeah. Even though she was making them a fortune. So, because they consider her common and because she was like poor background and her father, she gave him huge amounts of money to invest in business that all fell belly up and he used to basically go around picking up girls, telling her, telling them he was Clarabelle's father. Mm. So all that and then the whole fact that she didn't survive transition to sound. And, but that's what I think is crucial about it is that up until sound comes in, she's the biggest star in the world. And then as soon as sound comes in, she's instantly dated. Yeah. And this is what you always see because suddenly she's that's silent as, as last year. Yeah. And it's the first time something like this happened. 
that something could become outdated that quick in culture. Mm. Whereas all other culture lasts forever, like music, art, the whole lot. But the very idea that something could become archaic and naff yeah. was what happened with her. And now she didn't end up the same, like, and she was party girl all the time and had serious mental health problems after that. But I mean, she lived to be 60. It wasn't the case of... And she, it was cut very short kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, she like she basically retired and got married and had mm. a family and so on. And it wasn't a tragedy. But while the Brad Pitt character, I was trying to work out who he could be based on. And thinking it was Douglas Fairbanks, who was another big star, like the swashbuckling stars, mm. you know. And then the whole thing of even the scene where he sees footage of himself like the film that he's made in sound where he's talking and saying I love you I love you I love you that's an exact recreation of oh, a scene yeah. that John Gilbert have you seen that scene? no but it's oh, sorry it's not that scene I was thinking about um, it's uh, well no but, they, but they, they showed it in it no where he goes into the cinema and sees people laughing at him on the cinema yes that actually at the end it showed clips of the scene it appeared then on on singing in, singing. In oh the yeah, rain. singing in the rain. But no, but I'm, what I'm saying is that John Gilbert, mm. the silent actor that he's ultimately mo- modelled on, um, he was a huge star, and every all the women were da- da- throwing themselves at his feet. And then suddenly, as soon as he spoke, they were all laughing at him. But he in the first film he made in sound, he's wearing exactly the same outfit okay, that Brad yeah, Pitt is wearing. Yeah. And that's when I saw. I said, "Oh right." And there's all these references that are thrown in. That I just, I love because they're there for people like me. Yeah. Who know this. Then the whole thing of all the other bits after that. Like I loved the excess. Even the bit where Marco Robbie throws up on top of people. I normally, normally that would gross me up. But I thought it was pretty. Because of the very fact she ran back in to do it deliberately. Yeah. I loved that. Because I said that's her getting revenge. Yes, I don't like that. I didn't like her eating the stuff as well. well and I wouldn't. didn't like even the graphic elephant poo. Um, I didn't yeah. like th- there's one bit that I knew it was going to happen so I closed my eyes and it was the bit where Toby Maguire is around and he brings them down to oh the real seedy pit of hell yeah yeah and I don't know what happens with the rats but oh, I yeah. don't want yeah. to know because um, I, I hate rats but even the idea like the reason I hate Halloween that I didn't even continue to watch well I watched bits of it was the first scene is your man is, is killing a rat Okay. And I can't, I can't see it. It's Cruelty to animals. But no, to rats oh, is right. <laughs> what I actually hate because I hate rats anyway, but it's just, it makes me want to vomit. And when I saw that, when I saw where it was going, I was like, no, enough, enough. I get it. Like, it's all a lot. It's just too much for me. I was just like, I just, okay. okay. <laughs> Towards the end, I was just, I was just full of it then. I was just like, this can end now. I'm, I get the point. Like, finish it. Um. So yeah, like even Toby Maguire's character, I love Toby Maguire, and I think he's absolutely brilliant. I would have loved to have seen him more. Okay, well, it's a cameo because he's one of the producers, mm. so it's just. But it's still, but, it, but it's still a, a good character to be. Like I just thought. But was... you've just pointed out that he wasn't like that whole because the whole character he is is this really horrible, seedy. Yeah, but the character itself gets is good. But horror. it's the. It's the the showing the other horrors like it's fine okay. up until the bit where they go downstairs and that happens then the whole chase scene is brilliant i do like that um even your man the clueless guy the 
the guy with the cape. Oh, yeah, the drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, I actually, I would have punched him myself. Oh, yeah. The very thing where he says, and it reveals. The yeah. Money. yeah, I mean. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I liked the film. If I'm being honest, it's a film where I might watch bits of it here and there for references to other things. It's not a film that I'd watch throughout again. I don't think so. I love Damien Chazelle. I think he's an absolute genius when it comes to cinema. But this is... Could be one of his best, but in my head, the last hour of it was just a no. I loved Brad Pitt's character and how the story finished because it was it was a linear... You could see it going that way. Yeah. Whereas... Margot and Manuel, I was just and to be honest, the character, the play, the guy that plays your man Diego Calva, he looks like a younger Javier Bardem. Mm, yes, might, like physically. Oh yes, he does. Sorry, I, mean, yeah. I was actually thinking of Anita del Toro uh, when you said that, but yeah, I would see that. I, I think he's great. Mm. I think he's a very good actor and he's a very good part in it. Yeah, but just I don't know. I just got annoyed about some stuff. A lot of it was beautiful. Beautiful mm. cinematography was sensational. Yeah, I really thought. Well, even that whole thing of, as you said, about where they have to get the camera for the light, and they they really get it across to you. Yeah. How important it is and how stunning it looks. Yeah. With the proper light. Um. So I really, really, really liked that, and I really liked the even the battle scenes that they're trying to film the battle scenes. I thought that that whole sequence was brilliant. The 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 way the studio had several areas of different films happening at the yeah. same time i thought that was amazing but that, and that's true yeah that, because like, they and they, um, they, they were had, always filmed outdoors yeah uh, because that was where they got the best light yeah um but i just i really loved it and i loved your man uh, your man your woman's Faye's character i don't know Which, if, Faye, the the asian girl oh sorry yes oh who's also modeled on a real person as well mm. anime Wong. she um i i don't know I don't know if it's the <laughs> the the <laughs> the relatability of it, but I just thought it was brilliant, um, and yeah, I just I don't know. I liked a good bit of it, and then I disliked the other bit of it. So I'm kind of on the fence about the whole thing. Like to me, it's a yeah, watch it for the entertainment purposes and to just curiosity of a three-hour film. Like this is the thing; it was a three-hour film, okay. and that gets to me because. So was The Irishman, but I enjoyed The Irishman so the much Irishman more. The Irishman was four hours. Yeah, but I enjoyed it so much more. Oh, yeah. but it'd be the, And I could sit through that again. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing because everyone's talking. I saw it the same day I saw Tar. I saw Tar in the morning and then from there oh, went, so on, you were I went on to Babylon. So Tar is two and a half hours. Mm. And everyone's talking about the fact that it doesn't need to be that length. And I'm saying, no, it needs to be exactly that. Well, even longer. Tar does. Mm. But I'm not going to talk about that. But I felt with this as well. Like, again, it's something I'm going to love anyway. Mm. Like, this is the sort of film I love. This, because like, of the references. Yeah. And all. Well, like the, the way, very fact the it's about it the silent era. Yeah, exactly. Well, I like... That's the thing. I liked that part of it. It's the ending that, to me, is just like... Uh, why? But it, is it when everything goes wrong is what, is what you mean. Or... Like, do you mean the ending in that when it goes to 1952? Or do you mean... No, no, no. The 1952 bit is actually very good and I like it. I like how... And yeah, I liked how, and I think it's hilarious that he walks into a cinema and it's only 50 cent. Okay. <laughs> and to see a prime film, because that would have been top price as yeah. well. If it's singing in the rain, like you paid more for better films. Yeah. Film. Um, and I loved it because I love singing in the rain and I loved the references to it. 
and mm. um, yeah, I just I I I liked those bits of it. The, the about the the stuff that it's a that was about filmmaking. It was about cinema. I loved all that. What I didn't like, as he said, was the excess of everything. Okay. Even the start of the film with the whole golden shower scene. It's just yeah. it's all a bit like. But even that is a reference as well, because you know it's a big fat gross mm. man is happening to well there was Fatty Arbuckle was a big comedy star in the 1920s just the first major Hollywood scandal and he had a party and a girl died and she had died of a burst bladder and it was he was charged with her murder saying that he had raped her and that she he had crushed her to death because of the burst bladder and it's all t- like oh my god oh, I didn't know this oh yeah and that destro- destroyed his this. career well, yeah, because I knew about this when I first heard about Hollywood cinema because I saw a documentary on it and the documentary is all on his side, which is because the prosecution... Don't look it up. No, 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 <laughs> keep talking. But the prosecution was all out to get, make a name for himself by prosecuting a big Hollywood star. And so they portrayed her, this innocent victim that he dragged into a room and so on, and none of this happened. And there's not even... It was just he held a party she had sex with someone and a few weeks later died of a, bro- of a burst bladder. Okay. And so they automatically... The, the oh, no, but she was, she was ill from it. Mm. But it could have been to drink because they were drinking bootleg. It could be mm. anything. Anything, yeah. But the point was, it was the fact that some woman had died at a party. Like, everyone's having sex anyway mm. at these parties. But that's, the, that's what they're portraying in this film, that these were young people who, were, who had no, no one to control them. Yeah, because this is what I always find fascinating about silent film era is everyone involved was young. Every other art or whatever or industry, there's generations. But the fact that everyone who started off the film industry and silent film, because it was a brand new thing, brand new creation, were all young people. Mm. And then by the time it got to the sound era, they got old, they'd be more conservative. And so, so ever since then, it's been, but the very fact that they were always in their 20s yeah. when this all started, that they just went mad. Mm. And that's why, and it was the time of bootleg beer, the jazz age, everything all came together. And that's what I love about it, is the chaos, chaos of it all. Like, and even when they're making films, as you pointed out, they're making them several times simultaneously. Yet they would have sets right beside each other. Cameras, and the cameras made noise. Mm. The directors are shouting directions the whole time and it's all silent. Yeah. I, lo- I find it fascinating, all that. Um, but I thought Margot Robbie herself was really good in it. Oh, she's brilliant. She's, and like, she I really can, got to me. I, n- I could never complain about her acting or her performance. Like she, every time she aces it, any character she's done, and yeah. this time it was phenomenal like even the crying bits yeah like that scene i thought was brilliant and even the director that was there with her i just the two of them Who again is modeled on someone real as well yeah but and the scene of when they do go into sound and there's the camera box and all this i thought yeah. that scene was brilliant because kind of know what's going to happen there but it's just it's just brilliant to having to go again go again and be, then them screaming stop <laughs> fuck you and fuck this and you know it. oh lose their temper because they're yeah. so used to just freewheeling yeah. like the very fact of the complete transition of where they're making five films at once in the mm. one set to one isolating and everyone has to be dead quiet and they're going around is someone wearing leather shoes mm. and things like this all these little details but um, 
in that when you're saying about the crime scene, that whole thing where she first makes her appearance, I thought was hilarious as well in mm. itself. Because remember when the director loses her temper about someone else getting it wrong and then shouts at someone, you're fired, having done, and he'd done nothing. And he says, what, what, what did I do? And the assistant director, who's losing his temper as well, just vents it all. Like, Get off the fucking stage! Like, it was just so... But I love that, that she that switched it. Like she was starting off, listen, as they were like, okay, you go, you go in and do the scene. And she's just like... And then as she goes, action, she transitions into the character yeah. straight away. It's absolutely brilliant. I thought that those scenes were, were fantastic. Um, but yeah, other than that, mm, I don't know. I like, I like all the actors in it. I think everyone was great. I thought Brad Pitt was great as well. Yes. Very, very funny and cool yeah. all the way through. And then right at the end, suddenly he's just tragic. Yeah. It's just, like one of the best bits in it for me was when he meets... Um, what did you say her name? Francie? I just know her. Faye. Or Faye. Because Anna Mae Wong is who I'm thinking of. Because she, so, she even dresses like her at one point. So it's clearly modelled on her. Yeah. And she did have a bigger career in Europe as a result of going. So she was okay. She was successful compared to all the others from Silent. But... Well, Europe was probably a better place for her anyway, given... Oh yeah, the right, well, she is. Oh yeah, well, I mean, the most striking thing about her is in the 1930s when Sound was here, they were making a film that was a Chinese story. Uh, like, she's Chinese-American, but so... And she went for the part, the female lead, and they couldn't give it to her because the male lead was being played by a Caucasian turned into Chinese, made to look Chinese, Aww. Paul Mooney, because he's a big star, and therefore you couldn't have mixed-race couples romantically involved in film. It was against the rules. Like, it was actually one of the guidelines. There was no mixed race. So, because she was actually Asian... She couldn't appear with a Caucasian man in a love scene. So the only person who could play the Asian part had to be white as well. That's how appalling wow. things were in yeah. those days. No, but I mean, even for her, what I mean for Faye, now I don't know if um, the real actress, um, the one that you mentioned. Anna Mae Wong. Yeah, if she was the same sexually. Uh, but I think she was fluid. Oh, okay. Because even for Faye, like, Europe would have been a much more advanced, oh, yeah. better place for her to be anyway. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, for, for that, because I feel bad for her even because she's going around and she's the stunning looking woman. And I was actually. <laughs> You're so identifying. I was, I was, was kind of like jumping for joy for her when she got close to Margot Robbie. And then I was like, oh, fuck's sake. And then, <laughs> well, then the fact that Margot herself is fluid in this as yeah. well. Now, I don't know if any of that happened. I don't think mm. there's any connection between Anime Wong and Clara Bow. But the fact when she has that last drink with yeah. Brad Pitt's character and then she leaves and she just looks back and he's sitting there at the she table. She knows what's going to happen. Well, it's not, she, you can see a broken man. Mm. Like, it's just... But, but just, it's just reminding me. One other thing I loved in it was, remember when he meets the reporter, who, again, is clearly modelled on someone. The reporter who... Has been who tries to promote um, Margot Robbie's character later on brings her to the party. Mm, She's there throughout. I think so. There's a scene where he goes for and he's he's because she has written a, an article about him saying is he all washed up? Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. And then she says to him, she says what you don't realize is she said is your time has passed. Like she's saying exactly yeah. what he said. Like time has passed. But she said but you also have to realize you're there forever. Yeah. And she said in fifty years time someone will be watching your films. And I was mentioning in 50 years' time, 1982, that's when I discovered silent films. I said, yeah, it's me! It's me <laughs> she's talking about. That's when I really got into this whole yeah. era. And I said, that's the magic of it. 
Yeah. That these people, like I, people like me who were born years after John Gilbert died, I was watching films with John Gilbert in them. Yeah. So, and long after he's gone. Yeah. So, and it's the same for Clara Bow and all these stars. Yeah. They're still relevant a hundred years later on now. And that's what she's saying. And that's what I really felt came across very yeah. well. Yeah, that character was also very good. And I like the reference again of that character with Singing in the Rain. Where it goes like round oh, tones. Yeah. Round. And as soon as she was saying that to Margot Robbie, I knew immediately there's like, oh yeah, there's a Singing in the Rain bit. <laughs> well, I, th- I think it's basically a version of, of Singing in the Rain, but I, it's not the, it's not the yeah, light heart, it's yeah. a serious version of Singing in the Rain. Yeah, which I thought was brilliant. Um Yes. Anyway, yeah, that was that. That's my. I, it's my opinion, which is not really an opinion because I haven't really said anything, whether I liked it or not. I don't know. I still don't know. I have to think about it more because I only saw it yesterday. Okay. Yeah. I sort of twelve forty in the afternoon. <laughs> yes. Was there many there? No, it was me and there was a couple way down at the front where I was like, "Why are you all the way there just to see an elephant shit on someone?" Um, they and didn't know they were going to see with an elephant shitting on someone. Um, and plus now. all the rest <laughs> that came after that. Um, and then there was two other guys, I think one in the, like, the middle and one further up a bit, and then me. So five people, basically. Um, yeah, I got up several times to go to the bathroom. At least I got to have my popcorn and Coke, which a lot of the time I felt like I couldn't even digest it. But <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Movies at Dundrum, would you like to sponsor me? Give me the, a weekly ticket for the cinema because I, I, like, I like the time that I'm going because there's not many people there. It's very okay. chilled out. Oh, you see, I, I, that's the sort of film I want to see with people there. I would hate I was. That's why I, was, I deliberately went to see it in the IFI because I knew there would be people there. Mm. So I wasn't going to see it in the mainstream one because I might be the only one there and I feel very Yeah, the, that kind of line. film you have to kind of watch on a Friday night. But the thing is, I think the time puts people off the amount of hours a film is. Oh yeah, it is. Like the it's only, the, what actually brings people to watch that film is Margot Robbie. Like the general audience. I would say so. She would be yeah. the main, like, um, what you call? Draw. Draw for um, the general audience. So yeah, my score would be, I'd say... Six and a half out of ten. I feel like that's a good halfway each way. Okay. I'm going to give it five stars. I say halfway each way when I can say five <laughs> out of ten. Which is exactly yeah. But no, but I, I do I do more like it than I hate it, that I dislike it. So okay. six and a half I feel is fair. So how much did you give? I'm giving five. Five five, five in five out of five, five stars. Mm, okay. And because to me this is number one film of the year so far anyway. Like okay. I know it's only Thank God January, the year has so only started. But I, d- yes. I d- like I knew I was going to love it, and I did. Good, so. very good. Well, thanks everyone for listening. Um, a reminder that we are on Patreon now, and this is one of our normal streaming um, episodes. So we'll have a special on Valentine's Day. Well, for Valentine's Day, where you can catch all our recommendations on what films to watch with your buddies. Or with your loved ones, um, or by yourself, crying because your you're single. Yeah, with your pets, exactly. <laughs> Look who you're talking to. Um, I'm going to be sitting there on Valentine's Day thinking, I'll listen to the podcast on Valentine's Day. Or you Day. can be watching it, wishing you were single. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, Valentine's Day just brings out all emotions and people. <laughs> well, it does in you. No, it doesn't. Sorry. What do you mean? It's doing I'm madly in love. Thank you. I know much. that. Yeah. I never said that anything about that. Anyway. 
And we also have a special about the Irish films that have been nominated to the Oscars. Um, and one after Sun is an Irish though, is it? No, but no, it's best. Yeah. But the actor. But is the actor is yeah. yeah, Paul Mescal. Um, so yeah, well we haven't chats about that, but you can catch that only on Patreon. So there yeah. are special. <laughs> there are special episodes. Pay us, pay us. Uh, which yeah, you can if you're in Ireland or Europe, you only need to pay two euro a month, and you can catch all the specials there. We're gonna have our Oscar predictions there as well, and other things um, that are going to. And our year in review episode, which is our best ever episode. It, it is a very you, good. You one. keep listening to it and laughing. So. Yeah, I, I'm the main listener of that episode. <laughs> well, the end of it is very good. Um, yeah, so thank you very much for listening. Um, I've been Marina Gorski. And I've been Mick Jordan. Woo! Spoiler. Spoiler. Anna. Anna. Marina's lovely. People are shite.